This week, we're going to talk about what to do when you get bad feedback from a client on an Upwork project. Not a lot of fun, but you got some options. We're going to talk about them. Are you ready? Let's go. What's up, self-maders? Welcome to another episode of the Self-Made Web Designer Podcast. And I am happy to report, like I talked about last week, that we have passed the 100,000 download mark this week. So thank you, everybody. You guys are fantastic. I, I love doing the show. I love connecting with listeners. And I'm glad to be on this journey with you. But I have a confession to make. Okay, I, I haven't always gotten great feedback from clients on my Upwork projects. And this is talking as somebody who's actually been interviewed on Upwork's own podcast, someone who has been featured by Upwork. <laughs> and it, even though all of that has happened, I've still got some skeletons in my closet as a result of the bad feedback that I've gotten. And as a result of that, my job success score on the platform has tanked. In fact, there were seasons when my job success score got all the way down to like 78%. And, and if you don't know, in Upwork world, that's the equivalent of a huge sign that says, worst freelancer ever, do not hire. <laughs> but despite that, I was able to recover my reputation and climb back up to a 100% job success score. And listen, it's gone up and down from time to time, but for the most part, it stayed in the 90th percentile or above for years now. How did I do it? How did I go from all the way down to 78 back up to a top rated freelancer status? Well, that's what we're talking about in this episode. But before we dive in, did you know that I have a course that teaches you how to become a top rated and top paid web designer on the Upwork platform. It's, it's actually a program specifically designed to help web designers land high paying projects on Upwork and then go on to earn the special badge of being a top rated freelancer. Now, the, the program isn't open yet, but it's going to open soon. And if you'd like to know the minute that it opens up, go to upworkforwebdesigners.com and sign up to be on the wait list. All right. Are you ready to learn how to recover from bad feedback and a bad job success score on Upwork? All right, let's do it. Before we dive in, let's let's just chat a little bit about some of the, the jargon that we're using here, because you might have heard stuff like job success score and all that kind of stuff. And you're like, what does that mean? Well, Upwork has like its own system for scoring freelancers, and they call that system your job success score. And that's the score that clients first see when they look at your profile. So you go on, you bid on a project, and a client says, hmm, this freelancer looks interesting. They see your profile, and that's the score that shows up. And it can be all the way from zero up to a 100. I have never seen somebody with zero, but I have seen people occasionally with like a 70%. I've seen a good deal of people with like an 80%. I've seen another good deal of people with like 90. And then the top tier is like a 100. So then they have certain perks. If you say, if you stay in a certain range of job success score, 
for a period of time. So for instance, if you stay in a 90% above and you've got a, a few other criterion, right, that you have to adhere to, then you get what's called the top rated freelancer badge. And that's kind of a big badge of honor. And clients can filter out freelancers based on whether or not you have that top rated status. So your job success score is a big deal, right? And basically, your job success score is the result of the feedback that you get from clients after a project is finished. So you go on, you do a project for a client, that client gives you feedback, and that goes into your job success score. But it's not as simple as getting a bunch of like five-star ratings from clients, right? Like you're not just going to get a whole bunch of five stars and they're going to, you know, give you a really high job success score. There's, there's, there's more to it than that, right? There's actually two sides to the feedback to that a client is going to give you. The, the first side is the public feedback, right? That's what everybody sees on your profile. That's what you can read. That w- That's what you can see, right? The other side of it is the private feedback that a client gives you. And so coincidentally, a, a client might give you good public feedback, but only decent private feedback, and that's going to skew your scores. Now, the reason why they do that is to allow clients to maybe you know break the bad news without actually having to confront you. Now, I, I don't like that. I'm, I'm all about being candid with clients and clients being candid with me. If there's bad news, I want to hear about it so that I can grow and, and get better. But not every client is that way. And so they're trying to make it to where a client doesn't feel a lot of pressure from a freelancer to give them good feedback, even if they kind of did a a bad job. So there's public and private feedback, and then that feeds into your overall job success score. Now, how it feeds into your job success score specifically is is a little bit vague and and Upwork actually keeps the fine details of how they calculate your score a, a, a little bit mysterious, right? And and kind of for good reason, right? They're, they're trying to keep freelancers from gaming the system, right? And figuring out a workaround to, to, you know, learning how to get a good score other than just being a good freelancer, right? Like this is very similar to the early days of SEO, you know, like people would go on and they would, they would pump their blogs full of links and keywords. And it actually was really, really horrible of an experience for the user, but it showed up really well on search engines because they gamed the system. So then Google came in and they changed some things around. They made it kind of mysterious so that the actual best blog post out there or, you know, web pages or landing pages would rise to the top other than the pages where somebody was just kind of sneaky with, with how they approached it. So Upwork is kind of done the same thing with freelancers. They're, they're honestly trying to make sure that the better freelancers have a better job success score. So all they give is just a real general equation and a few factors that they tell us are considered important and how your score is 
determined. So first, let's talk about that equation, right? So it's really simple. They take all of the good outcomes from the projects that you've done. So that would be the good client feedback that you have, right? Then they subtract the bad outcomes, which would be the bad client feedback that you've gotten. They take that, this is the good minus the bad, and they divide that by a total amount of all the projects that you've had, and that's what ends up being your score. Like I said, super vague, you know, nothing, not a lot of meat on that bone, right? But the point is, your your goal is to have as little bad outcomes, right? As little of bad feedback from clients per project, if any at all, right? That That's the whole goal. You're, you're wanting to impress clients every single time that they sign up to work with you on a contract or with a project. That's what you should be aiming for. You shouldn't be aiming for like, how do I get the best score here? No, just do a good job on your projects. Now, the other side of thing is there, uh, there are some factors that have more or less weight in your job success score, right? So I guess maybe to make things even more confusing or maybe even more fair, you know, trying to let the cream rise to the top. There's there's certain things that count more towards your score. For instance, if you have one customer that comes back for multiple projects, right? Like they, they, they keep coming back because they liked what you did and they want to hire you again for another project. Upwork gives those scores or that feedback more success in your job success score. Because after all, if a client keeps coming back, that's a good sign that you're probably a good freelancer, right? Another thing that is considered more heavily are, are projects that have a higher dollar amount, right? So the feedback that you get from something like a like a $5,000 project is more important than the feedback that you would get from like a $100 project. And, and the thought on that is that a client is, is probably more likely to truly evaluate your work closely if there's more at stake for them, right? So like imagine, you know, you, you like you get a receipt and the the guy that checked you out from Walgreens is like fill out this survey for us, you know? Like there's not a lot at stake for you there. You're not really going to remember how well it went because you paid 5 bucks because you needed a bottle of water your kid was thirsty in the car, you know? <laughs> it's it's not like that's a real memorable experience where you're like the person rung me up really well. No, but if you paid something like a few thousand dollars for something, you're going to remember those details really well because you've got more invested into that interaction. So the same is true for the high dollar projects that you get on Upwork. Another thing that is considered is the client's overall rating, right? So not only can freelancers get feedback, but clients get feedback as well. So if a particular client has gotten a lot of bad feedback from a lot of other freelancers on different projects, then their negative feedback to you won't have as much weight on your score. So even though your Upwork job success score is a bit of a mystery, you can still have kind of a general idea of what's important and therefore the types of projects that you should work to win and how you should approach every project. Okay, so now that all of the details are out of the way, let's talk a little bit about my experience and how my score dropped and what I did to 
uh, and improve it. Because when my score dropped, I, I had to make a really tough decision, right? Like, was I was was I going to keep going, right? Was I going to keep trying to pursue Upwork, or was I going to buckle and give up, right? Was I just going to throw in the towel and and talk about how horrible Upwork is and how ruthless they are to freelancers and how much they prefer clients and all the other stuff that I've seen out there. And, and to be honest, it was a pretty low point in my freelancing career, right? Like I, I didn't know what to do and, and no projects were coming in, but, but I, I had no choice, right? I had to keep going. I, I was like newly single dad and my kids were depending on me to provide for them, right? So I, I knew like this is this is not an option, right? I can't just throw my hands up and say freelancing is not for me. Upwork is not for me. I give up, right? And to be honest, there was probably a, like a little mystric family stubbornness involved. It runs in my family and I am a recipient of those <laughs> genetics. So I made a game plan and I slowly crawled my way out. I, I learned so many valuable lessons along the way that I'm actually still using to this day. In fact, I would say that the painful lessons that you learn as a freelancer or in business in general are more impactful than any other lesson that you can learn. So don't waste the pain, right? Don't, don't waste the mistakes. Use them to grow. Use them to build yourself up. Use them to adapt, to adjust so that you can go on to be successful as well. And listen, it, it wasn't fun to go through. It, it, you know, it, it was a horrible speed bump of a season, but I am grateful to have gone through it and come out the other side. And if you find yourself in that situation, I, I just want to encourage you that you can do it too. Don't give up now, right? Like make a game plan, take some of these things that I've put into practice and implement them yourself so that you can improve your job success score on Upwork as well. Okay, number one, it's really important that if you get bad feedback or a bad job success score, you've got to stay calm. <laughs> the worst thing to do is is freak out. When you when you freak out, you make really bad decisions. It, it's actually proven that your IQ drops about 10 to 15 points whenever you're scared. So like all those scary movies that like were like yelling at people to not go into the room where the killer is obviously waiting, right? And we're like, why are you so stupid? Like that's legit. <laughs> you do the exact same thing if you were in that circumstance, because we get stupid when, when we're afraid. We get stupid when we go through something that is is a little unnerving, right? So it always helps to just pause and, and, and try to gain some perspective, right? You're not going to starve because of your low job success score. You're not going to starve because you got bad feedback. Your family's not going to leave you. you. You won't be featured on the news as like a bad person or a bad freelancer. But And I know that sounds silly, but that's kind of what happens in our mind. We're like, oh my gosh, this is the end of my freelancing career. But none of that is going to happen, right? Like, think about it. This is a made-up system that some other people made up. <laughs> you know, like, it doesn't consider the nuances of a bad client the way it should. It tries. It does a decent job. But at the end of the day, it's an algorithm just like all other algorithms. It doesn't ask you what's going on in your life at the time, right? And then again, to be fair, I, I think Upwork has done a pretty good job with their system, but any automated system is gonna have 
its flaws. So don't take it personally and don't allow it to cause your world to crumble. Why? Because when you operate out of fear, you start taking jobs that you shouldn't be taken. And then you get bad feedback from those jobs. And then your job success score goes down again. And the cycle continues. This is exactly what happened to me, right? I I freaked out at an 80% job success score. I took a job that I shouldn't have and got another bad rating. In fact, the client messaged me and cussed me out, right? So my score went down even further. So don't allow the, the vicious poor job success score cycle to overwhelm you. Take a beat, breathe, and let's think strategically about your next step. Number two, take jobs that are quick wins. After a tough project, it's it's really easy to be hesitant about working with clients in general, right? In, in Texas, where I grew up, we call that being gun shy, okay? And for those that didn't grow up learning how to fire a rifle at, at the, a young age, um, like I did, l- let me kind of explain this to you. When you shoot a gun, especially a powerful one, right? They kick back, you know, you, you got the rifle, you, you fire and it kicks back and that can kind of hurt, especially as a, a little nine-year-old who's learning how to fire a gun, right? So, and if you're not careful, the pain from that kickback will cause you to anticipate the gun, the kick from the gun every single time you shoot. And when you do that, it actually throws your aim off, right? So you're not going to be able to hit the things that you're trying to shoot at because you're so afraid of the gun kicking back. You're gun shy, right? And and dealing with a tough client or getting bad feedback can actually leave you gun shy from working or or going for other projects, right? It, It can cause you to kind of lower your level of confidence and go for things that maybe aren't even great projects, but you don't really feel like you're worth it because you're gun shy. So, and, and unfortunately, most of the jobs that I take are kind of big projects. So that those projects last at least one month at a time. And most of the time they take longer than that because we're redoing a web design. Often we're rebranding or we're like moving a lot of blog posts and, and, and that can be great for income. Like these big projects that span out over time, you get more money from those. Right. Um, but it can also be tough when your confidence is lacking and you just need some quick affirmation and a boost in the old self-esteem, right? So when my job success score plummeted, I actually was intentional and decided to look for really small jobs that I could knew that I knew I could knock out of the park within a few days, right? And this this kind of took some work, right? It was different than how I'd approached getting jobs up until this point, right? I, I, I had to fine tune my job search in a different way because previously I'd kind of gotten it down to a science to find jobs that were bigger in scope, right? But I was now looking for short, easy jobs that, that didn't fall into my normal rhythm. So I kind of had to learn some new techniques and the criteria for the jobs that I was looking for was pretty simple, right? And this is where I started. I just asked myself, what kind of jobs are are going to be quick wins for me to kind of gain some confidence, right? So I knew they needed to be short. I knew they needed to be simple. And I knew they needed to have easygoing clients, right? And that last one was, was probably the biggest one, probably the one that I focused on the most. So 
I had to really have conversations with these clients. I had to try to feel out how anal they were going to be from the previous jobs that they had uh, worked on through Upwork Freelancer and from interviews, from the language that they used in in their job postings, right? right? I, I was looking for little warning signs, little red flags that were telling me this person is going to be tough to work with. And if the client seemed friendly and seemed to know exactly what they were looking for, then I was in. It, it, if the clients were all business and they were wishy-washy about their wants, it was kind of a clear sign that I needed to run for the hills because this was going to hurt my confidence even more. So getting these small projects, what this won't do is turn your job success score around quicker. Upwork has actually changed its calculations to give more weight to projects that play out over a longer period of time, right? But what this will do is help you feel better about yourself, right? As a freelancer. And, and that makes you less fearful about working with clients, which will help you have make better decisions and do a better job for your clients in the future because you're operating out of a place of confidence rather than a place of fear. And one of the toughest, toughest things about a bad job success score is that it just kind of takes the wind out of your sails, so to speak. So make sure that you're spending some time getting those small wins as a, a freelancer, because confidence as a freelancer is one of the most important qualities to have, right? I'd argue that it's more important than the skill that you were hired for on the projects. And, and when that gets compromised, it's, it's tough to muster up again. So these quick wins are going to help remove that self-doubt and put you on the right path to improving your job success score and getting better feedback on Upwork. The next thing you need to do is reevaluate your project process. Okay, here's some tough love, right? Like this is Uncle Chris. He's stepping in. He's 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 shooting you straight, right? But trust me, it's good for you. Okay. If you're getting bad feedback from clients, it might be time to take a look inward and see if there are things that you're doing that need to change. <laughs> I know that that doesn't seem like revolutionary, but it's sometimes tough to realize that as a person and especially as a freelancer, right? We we tend to blame things outwardly, right? Like, oh, they weren't clear about their expectations. Oh, or they're they're just a tough client to deal with, or you know, it was a tight turnaround and all this other stuff, right? But it's really important when this happens that you look inward and try to evaluate what it is that you could have done differently. Now, I've, I've talked about personality tests in the past. We're going to talk about them again because I love them, specifically the Myers-Briggs personality test, right? Like I am an ENFP, right? And each of those letters stands for a personality trait that I have. The F in that little string of letters stands for feeler, right? And feelers internalize things, right? They feel like or critique is an attack on them as a person. So when I get feedback, I have to make sure that I don't take it personally, right? Because the opposite of a feeler is, is a thinker, right? And you, you probably, if you're not a feeler or if you're not a thinker, you know of thinkers in your life. A thinker takes feedback like an objective judge would take the facts of a case. They're able to kind of externalize the comments made towards them or others. And, and, and both traits have their place, right? They're both good. But when I need to make adjustments 
as a freelancer, I have to work to put my thinker hat on and try to externalize the criticism that I get so that I can grow and move forward. And one thing that I do that's kind of silly, but a little bit helpful, is to try to think of myself as a third party. So for fun, let's call me Bob and not Chris, okay? Should Bob communicate with his clients better throughout the process? Okay, not should I, but should Bob, right? Like if I'm if I'm putting myself, if I I'm, I'm kind of stepping outside of myself and looking inward, right? Uh, or maybe Bob's taking on more than he can handle, and he just needs to slow down or hire someone to help him, right? Right. I'll answer those questions for Bob, and then I'll apply them to myself so it doesn't feel personal, right? When you get into a season of of negative client feedback. Look at it as an opportunity to grow, not as an attack on your value in life. Because if you're not making mistakes in life, that means you're not growing, right? You've settled for a level of living that isn't challenging. So don't be afraid to ask tough questions and make some changes. If you can't do it, ask someone you trust to look into what you've been doing and give you some feedback, right? I often do that. I often say to my wife, like, can you tell me, here's the situation, Tell me what you think about this. What could I have done differently? Is this my fault? Is there something I can improve from? Or somebody that, a friend that you know is going to be open and honest with you. And, and the key here is it has to be someone that isn't going to tell you what they think you need to hear, right? Don't go to the friend that like always badmouth someone that broke up with you, right? Go to the friend that tells you what you don't want to hear, even if it pisses you off, because they're the ones that are going to help you see clearly in this situation. Number four, don't say yes to a contract so quickly. When your Upwork job success score is doing poorly, it, it's really easy to feel like you have to say yes to anything that comes along, right? But but that's the very thing that can actually keep you from climbing out of a bad score, right? S some clients are impossible to please, right? And, and you don't want to ever say yes to them no matter what situation that you're in, right? Like, trust me. At first, you might be thinking, I need whatever project comes along, no matter how tough it might be. But not long after you get started, you'll start thinking nothing is worth the amount of trouble that this client is putting me through, right? So slow down for a second. Take a breath. Just because your job success score is bad doesn't mean you've lost your value as a freelancer and you need to take on like nightmare clients. Make sure that you're thinking clearly about who you're saying yes to. If that's too difficult, then have someone be a client accountability partner or a CAP, a CAP, a client accountability partner. <laughs> this is someone that you can bring all the details of the projects to and ask their opinion about it before you say yes, so that hopefully they give you a little bit of perspective to help you see clearly. So number four, be slow to say yes to projects. Number five, use your Upwork tools. Thankfully, there have been some things that Upwork has introduced that actually help freelancers who might get bad feedback from clients. And one of those things is to ask the client to reconsider the feedback that they gave you. So they can actually go in and change bad feedback and, and, and turn it positive, right? So sometimes a client might be kind of quick to give worse feedback because maybe they had a bad day or 
maybe they were hungry, right? I know that might seem silly, but they actually did a study on judge rulings and found that judges were actually harsher the further away they were from lunchtime. In other words, if a judge was hungry, you were going to be in prison for longer. <laughs> it seems crazy. But after all, people are people. We make decisions not, you know, like robots. Like there's all of these factors that fit into how somebody is giving you feedback. So the same thing that is true for judges is likely true for clients on Upwork. So if you get feedback, it doesn't hurt to reach out to the client and ask to chat about it, right? Especially if it was bad. When you do that, you got to make sure that you go, don't go on the defensive, right? You, you go at it humbly. You go at it wanting to learn. What could I have done better? How could I have served you more? I obviously missed the mark here. And so I want to be sure that I don't do that again for another client. And I would love to chat about that. So tell them you work really hard to do a good job, but it looks like you might have messed up on this project. And this then ask what you could have done to improve, right? And after they communicate their perspective, you might have a chance to help them understand your perspective. But again, be very careful here. If the client sounds mad, if they sound like they don't want to hear it, don't don't even go there, right? Just take it as a learning lesson. But if they seem open to it, if they seem kind of understanding, right? Then then let them know what you understood to be the goal of the project and the things that you put in place to make it a success so that they can kind of understand like you actually were trying really hard to do a good job for them. And after that, after you've explained yourself, they might be willing to change their score for you or their feedback for you. So it might be reasonable to ask something like, after all of that, would you consider changing your Upwork feedback for the project. Again, I understand if you don't, but good feedback really goes a long way for my future as a freelancer on Upwork. Again, it's totally up to you, but I want to make that available if you feel like that would be something you would want to do, right? Really simple, not defensive, just letting them know, giving them an opportunity to change their score if it's helpful for them or if it better reflects how the project actually went, right? So then you can go in and enable that the client is able to change their feedback on the project. Now they only have 14 days to make that change once you go in and give them that opportunity. So let them know the ins and outs of that they can't sit on it for a month, but you might get a better job success score as a result of having that conversation. Number six, and finally, keep going. When all else fails, just keep going right? Like most freelancers bow out at this point. And, and I get it. I've, I've, I've talked to so many people who are like, I tried it. It didn't work. And I understand that it's tough. It's discouraging. It can, it can feel pretty demoralizing, especially when you have a bad experience with a client, when you get bad feedback, when your job success course tanks, when, when you don't get paid what the client said that they were going to pay you. I just, emailed a client today and said, you said you were going to pay this invoice. Let me know if you're going to pay it or not. And I can take it out of my system, right? That's, that's a tough email to send. But here's the thing. If you quit here, you're never going to get a chance to prove to people that gave you a negative rating that they were wrong, right? I, I actually had a conversation with somebody that gave me bad feedback and kicked me out of a project because he was so upset with me. And, and he said to me, you know, I know you're going to go on to do great things. And I'm like, 
what the heck are you talking about? <laughs> you just you just kicked me out. You don't really believe that. But what happened is it sparked a fire in me to say, I'm going to prove this guy wrong. I'm going to prove that he was wrong to give me fat, bad feedback. I'm going to improve. I'm going to get better. And I'm going to show you, show him that he should have stuck with me. In other words, when you quit, you're proving that the client that gave you bad feedback was right about you, right? So go out there and, and, and prove them wrong, right? Don't give up. Just keep going. You, you'll be so surprised at the power of just putting one foot in front of the other and continuing to keep moving forward. And listen, I'm not in any way saying that you, you keep doing the things in the same way that you were doing them that got you the bad feedback in the first place, right? If you're thinking that, right, go back, rewind, and, and listen through points one through five. I am saying keep making adjustments, right? Keep working hard. Keep changing things. Keep looking inward. Keep asking others for their insight. Keep adjusting your processes and the things that you're doing. In other words, just don't stop. Don't become one of those jaded web designers that says things like Upwork is nothing but a race to the bottom and no one can make real money there. Instead, be the person that says my bad job success score on Upwork really helped me to grow and learn a lot as a freelancer. Because if you look at things that way, you can turn your job success score around and get real results coming in actually pretty quickly. And I know because I was once someone that had a really bad score and I'm thankful for everything that that bad score taught me, right? Listen, you can't control the outcomes of most things, right? That's that's just a part of the reality that we live in. You, you're going to get bad clients. You're, you're going to have projects that go south, right? You, you can't control those things sometimes, but you can control how you respond to those things. And you certainly have the ability to influence the out outcomes. You can do things like communicate clearly at the very beginning of a project. You can look for those red flags from nightmare clients before you say yes to a project. Or you can make sure that your project process is like really well organized and documented so that you can follow it along step by step so bad outcomes don't happen as easily. But all of this comes with time and typically all of it comes after you've made a lot of mistakes, right? My mistakes are not scars. They're badges that I wear as a freelancer. And so don't fear mistakes to the point that you don't even try. You will not meet a freelancer that hasn't had some kind of bad experience with a client, right? And if you do, they likely haven't been freelancing for a long time. But if you put these things into practice after you get bad feedback on Upwork, Eventually, like me, you're going to see your job success score turn around and you're going to be a top rated and a top paid freelancer on the platform. I just know it. Hey, I hope you were encouraged by this episode. It sure was a lot of fun to talk about some junk in my truck, <laughs> some some mistakes that I've made, and, and hopefully it can give you some insight into how to improve your own job success score. 
yourself. Next week, we got another awesome episode. It's going to keep coming at you. We're just going to keep going, my friend, every single week. So make sure that if you're not, you have subscribed on whatever platform you are listening to this podcast on Spotify, Apple, Stitcher, Google Podcast, whatever it is. It doesn't matter. I'm, I'm glad that you're here. I'm happy no matter what platform that you found me on. And I know that it's going to be more fun. We're going to keep learning. We're going to keep growing. And I want you to be here on the journey with me because I like you, my friend. Okay, until next time, keep working hard. And don't forget, if you don't quit, you win.